As we move from ski season to spring, it's time to get those mountain bikes out. Most ski families use season passes to make skiing more affordable and fun. If your family mountain bikes, there's a new way to save on those adventures too. Make the most of spring and summer in the mountains with Lone Pass, the premier North American mountain biking pass. Lone Pass gives you over 60 days of access to some of the best mountain biking destinations across the country. Use discount code SKIMOMS15 to save 15% off your family's Lone Pass today at LonePass.com. That's L-O-A-M-P-A-S-S dot com. Lone Pass is available in two versions, for kids ages 6 to 11 and the adult pass for ages 12 and up. The pass combines access to the most premier resorts, gets you into bike parks, and connects you to shuttle companies to get you where you need to be. It's the one pass you need to bring the best cycling to your family. Remember, you'll get two days at each of the resorts, parks, or shuttles, making the investment one that will pay off big. Remember to use code SKIMOMS15 to save 15% off your family's loan pass today. Welcome to the Ski Moms Fun Podcast. We're your hosts, Nicole and Sarah. The Ski Moms Fun Podcast is brought to you by Mabel's Labels. Smart Ski Moms know to label everything before they head to the mountain. Every mitten, every boot, and every ski pole. Visit Mabel'sLabels.com and use discount code SKIMOMS for 15% off your order. Welcome to season two of the Ski Moms Fun Podcast. Before we launch into some of our new and exciting interviews, we wanted to encourage our newer listeners to revisit some podcasts that we think have tremendous value. This week, as we're all getting excited for ski season, we are going to be republishing our first interview from last season, episode two, Meet Ski Mom, Allie Widman, founder and CEO of Avant Ski. We published this originally on November 11th of last year, but we think all the content is still really relevant and helpful and important. So if you're just finding us now, we hope you enjoy. Um, some of her favorite places to ski, but also about the various ski pass options that are out there from Epic to Icon and Indie Pass. And we think that um, this is really great information for you to have as you're planning out your ski season and your ski trips ahead. Ski patches are very dynamic purchases. The best time to purchase them is really at the end of the previous season. That's where you're going to find the lowest rates. But even if you're buying them at the beginning of the season or just before the beginning of the season, you can save your family hundreds of dollars on skiing by investing in the right pass. And doing a little bit more research on passes, we found some additional details like I didn't know Epic Pass had an option for adaptive skiers. That's one thing I found out. Um, We also found out that Indy Pass is adding more and more mountains every single day. They're well up over 100 mountains, and they've added a cross-country pass. We've also discovered 11 states where kids can ski free. These statewide programs run from third grade all the way up to sixth grade. They vary by state, but it's a great way to introduce your kids to skiing and lessons at a very low cost. Yeah, and we'll link to all of these different passes and um, some other articles that we've put together that have more detailed information on the various passes and what they have to offer But what we've found is getting one of these passes really helps us and our families actually ski more. 
With the ski pass, we've definitely added incremental days onto our skiing where you just go out and you do one or two runs and then you go have um, you know soup back at home and it makes the whole experience a lot more enjoyable. So we think um, this this interview with Allie Woodman from Avon Ski is definitely worth a listen for all of our new podcast followers. Thank you for joining us and enjoy one of our favorite episodes. Is there any tie between your experiences as a civilian ski mom and now being within the industry? hundred percent. I think what actually led me to leave the corporate world and start Avon Ski was being a ski mom at heart, but also this realization that because you are a ski mom, it's not sort of like your only identity. I wanted ski moms and families and recreational skiers to be able to experience the slopes the way locals and insiders do. But having kids and skiing with them also just made me realize, one, it's really important to pursue the things that I am most excited and most passionate about, and to also be a resource for people that just love to ski with their families or without their families. I don't necessarily consider the two things mutually exclusive by any means. So Avant Ski is a relatively new ski media site, ski and snowboarding. I don't want to leave out our our, uh, rider friends out there, especially those moms that have kids that are thinking about riding as well. Like that seems like a snowboarding also great to start young. We make it possible for recreational skiers and snowboarders to discover new resorts that they haven't necessarily been to before, or maybe that they have and experienced in the way locals and insiders would. So we have almost 70 guides to resorts all around North America. And we use the same template, the same form. You can think of us sort of as a credible friend that you can turn to for all the tips and tricks and advice to get the most out of your mountain experience. So we've got the resort guides, and then we also have a season pass guide. I don't want to jump the gun too much, but that was sort of how the business started is you don't need to ski more than a few days a year to make good on having a season pass. Wanted people to discover that season passes could be for them and then figure out the best ways to use them. I know, I think I read online that uh, you grew up in New Jersey. So where did you learn to ski? And was Bon Jovi involved? That's right. Bon Jovi was not involved, but was in the background a fair bit. I actually learned to ski at Okimo. We were lucky enough to have family friends that had a house at Okimo. And I had to wait all the way until I was eight years old which was a little unfair because my younger brother, who's about five years younger than I am, got to start when he was not quite five years old. So one question I have is, and and we've looked at some of your great, um, the different resort guides and all, but if, if you're talking to someone, um, you know, that's just ex- looking for somewhere to go for the first time with their family, what do you think would be the top, you know, three or four factors that you consider right now in terms of like picking a, a resort to check out for your with your family. We have um, we have these great regional guides now. We just rolled one out to skiing in California. We have a guide to where to ski in New York. Um, we have one coming out for Boston and DC. So I think some of it just comes down to how much do you want to travel. So I, that's how I really like to kind of tailor my resorts. If someone says I'll go anywhere in the country, um, and maybe the you know the parents or at least one parent in the family is a seasoned skier. I really do try to look for a resort that sort of caters to everyone in the family. So, on sort of a, a more national level, some of my favorite places for 
ski families would probably include Steamboat, just sort of little lower key, easy village to be at, great kids ski school, um, a little less ritzy than some of the other resorts in Colorado, still extremely nice. Deer Valley has been very nice to my children over the years, has an incredible ski school program. And then on the East Coast, I mean, my, my heart is still at Okemo. That's where I learned. I really like to say if you learn on the East Coast and you can ski on the ice and all the different conditions out there, you can ski anywhere and you'll be all the better for it. So some of my favorite resorts in the East. And if you want to go a little further north, then I'm kind of based in the New York area, Sugarbush and Stowe are really wonderful and Smuggler's Notch too, great for kids. I mean, there's nothing hidden from New York, but are there any of the smaller gems regionally that you would love to share with the community if you're in the the New York metro area? You know, this is a a little bit undiscovered and on a busy weekend is a, a, a good pick for ski families. There are. I'm a little worried if I put it out here that it won't be as, <laughs> as undiscovered. But uh, Platykill, which is not actually on a season pass, is a really great smaller mountain up in the Catskills. It has some, you know, not a lot of stuff, but there's some stuff at the base. They have eight great racing programs, kids programs. So that's just really a nice local spot that we like. I know you, you brought it up a little bit before, but um, there's a lot of discussion around these multi-mountain passes i guess maybe the biggest are epic and icon but there are there are others as well um i know that up front it can seem like a big investment when you see some of these uh, sticker prices and a lot of them come out in april of the prior year where they're trying to get you to sign up for the best price but can you just talk a little bit about you know how you you think about these multi multi multi-mountain passes Sure, of course. And that is a very good point that you bring up about doing it in the spring. And it's a little bit counterintuitive for those that aren't thinking about skiing like we are all the time is, you know, it's the spring. I want to think about spring break and what I'm going to do for the summer. And that is the time that you really can get the best pass, the best prices on the passes, especially the Icon Pass is a great product because if you didn't have one previously and you buy it in the spring, you get the best pricing, which I think starts for the base pass around $700. Uh, for an adult pass, uh, less expensive for kids, but you also can get free skiing at select resorts starting in March the prior year. So we always have a spring skiing guide. And that's always like one of the things we really try to mm-hmm. let people know, because I think not everyone is, is always aware of that great value that comes from that. But the season passes, I mean, that's sort of what led me to start off on ski, which just as one who used to go to sort of the same handful of resorts on a very regular basis, mm-hmm. um, it was all of a sudden like, wow, I have the same pass and can use it to go to all these different places. How am I going to get to know them? But the, the, uh, the passes themselves, um, the two biggest are the Epic Pass, which is Vail Mountain Resorts and their partners, and then the Icon Pass which is Altera and their partner resorts. And those make up most of the really big resorts. We also are working to expand our coverage of the Indie Pass, which is sort of all these, you know, the smaller mom and pop, but just incredible resorts and really great family resorts too. In, you know, some of them are in some of the areas we travel a lot to, Utah, Vermont, but they're also in Montana and Wyoming. And and that pass has gotten a little more expensive as they've added some more resorts, big names like Jay Peak and Powder, but, that pass, I believe you can still get for $3.99, which is 80 days of skiing at you know two days at each of the different resorts. So that's another great way 
to get out there um, and explore different places. And then there's one other pass that I feel like flies under the radar, more for the traveling skier, the Mountain Collective, which is two days at each of, I think, 17. Don't quote me exactly on that number. So there really are a lot of different pass options. They are sort of complicated to figure out which one is for you. It's a question of where you want to go. The price point on the Icon Epic um, is a little bit less expensive than Icon. They reduced their prices to 2015 levels this year, which has been interesting. The longer you wait to buy, the more expensive the pass gets. But if you get it early, or even if you get it now before the season starts, and you're planning to just ski for anywhere from five to seven days, depending on which pass you end up getting, you basically break even as we've really seen the resorts drop. Some of the restricted day ticket sales altogether. And those that have it have really kind of driven up the price of the resorts to some places you're seeing more than $200 a day. So if you're just going to go for a few days, like passes. So five days is the magic number. I I think that's a good thing to stress. So once your skier family is looking at that fifth day, sometimes it's even four days. I mean, if you're looking Deer Valley for a single day in December, 240 a day. Epic gives you a benefit off some dining as yeah, well. Yeah, so Epic Rewards, which you get with the Epic Pass, don't do anything extra, allows you 20% off of dining at uh, all Vail resorts. So your $20 French fries become yes. then um, $16. $16. Still might want to think about bringing that brown bag. Nicole, wasn't there a, a, a benefit, I thought? Wasn't there even something at Sugarbush with, with golf for... Oh yeah, uh, icon yeah, pass yeah. holders. Season yeah. pass oh, holders yeah. got a free free yeah. round of golf. Thank you and for bringing that up, Sarah. Expensive, but I think that there's just a lot of um, benefits like written into the different fine prints of these uh, different passes. And if you really take advantage of them, right? If you really get familiar, mm-hmm. and I'm sure a lot of that's in your guides, um, you can really make it economical. Another great benefit of these passes too, that's not that well advertised for those moms with small kids is um, kids under the age of five at the time the pass is purchased also get free access to most of the mountains. So the Epic Pass, like for example, our son who was four last year, uh, he's actually three at the time we purchased the pass, skied at Park City, you know, without paying a dime. The, the parent has to be, or an adult has to be a pass holder, but in a lot of the Altera partner resorts too for icon pass holders under age five, the time of purchase. So if you have a kindergartner who's four in the spring, you should definitely get on getting that pass in the spring before that child turns five. I was just saying, I think also going from 12 to 13 is another one of those points. And if you buy it in the spring and your kid's still 12, um, it's a, it's a lower price point because it is, it is their age when you purchase it. So that is a, a like I, I, pass holder program. I think it's uh 13 to 17. Like they, they really tear it yes. up and right. You always want to get your last season. Let's take a quick break. Spring is here. And we know even after the snow melts, ski moms love to play outside. Skeeta, our favorite Vermont outdoor accessory brand, has you covered as the seasons change. This spring, Skeeta is celebrating its 16th birthday with fresh prints like the Pastel, Whimsical, and Plein Air collection. Our favorite pieces include the throwback headbands. This headband is made to keep hair and sweat off your face. The single-ply design gathers neatly in the back for maximum styling. Wear it scrunched or lay it flat. It's your perfect partner for any activity where you want a great pop of color and style with minimal fuss. For sunny days, we 
we adore the Skeeta Brim Hat. This five-paneled camp hat is the perfect grab-and-go companion. Made in a lightweight, water-repellent material, this hat is ideal for hiking, camping, and the beach. Whether you are cheering the kids on at a lacrosse game, exploring with your girlfriends, or simply walking in the woods with your loyal pub, Skeeta accessories are there to make Ski Mom life more fun. Save 15% off your order with code SKIMOMS15 at checkout. Thank you to our sponsor, Mabel's Labels. Mabel's Labels durable and waterproof labels are a Ski Moms must-have. Keep your kids organized and easily identify their equipment at lessons, practice, or races. Simply peel and stick the personalized label on all your ski gear, including helmets, coats, goggles, and poles. They're guaranteed to last the ski season and beyond. Off the hill, Mabel's labels are perfect for labeling any items that go to school, like water bottles, lunch containers, clothes, shoes, and backpacks. Simply go to mabelslabels.com to personalize your own and use code SKIMOMS at checkout for 15% off your first purchase. Exclusions apply. Code is not valid on stamp, reflective, or sale items. We wanted to tell you about our favorite new ski accessory called the Ski Pack. As you know, we're always looking for ways to make getting to the slopes easier for everyone in the family. And we found that one of the hardest parts of skiing with kids is getting from the car to the lodge with all our gear. Depending on the ski area and how busy it is, you could be parking pretty far from the lodge. I remember when my girls would try to carry all their skis through the parking lot, they'd be so focused on not dropping things that they weren't even paying attention to the cars zooming around them. So we wanted to share our latest find. It's called the Ski Pack, and just like it sounds, it's a backpack for your skis and poles. The way it works, there's a reinforced opening at the bottom that's wide enough to allow the skis to slide through, but it prevents the bindings from passing through. It comes in a variety of colors and two sizes with adjustable straps, so it fits most everyone from really little kids to adults, and it will last multiple seasons because it's durable, lightweight, and quick drying. It just wraps up into its built-in bag. When you're done using it, you can put it in your jacket pocket or in your boot bag. And really the most important thing is that these ski packs will make getting to the slopes easier for everyone. You can check out the ski pack at puremountainfun.com and use promo code SKIMOMS2022 for 20% off your order. Exclusions apply. It's not valid on custom packs or the shoot pack. And now back to our show. We have some questions that we ask all of our moms as they come on here. We know that there's like some particular pain points. Um, If you had a magic wand and you could change or like highlight something that you wish people would throw money at as an experience of uh, a ski mom. So give me a Harry Potter wand. We're like deep in Harry Potter in my house right now. And I can just wave my wand around keeping track, especially as, as a parent, but like keeping track of all of your own stuff is hard enough. And then when you start having to keep track of the kids stuff too, and inevitably like a glove is dropped in the parking lot or like, didn't, you know, a way to just get to the mountain easier, almost like you know, this is not a practical innovation, but like we do have a checklist on Avon ski of like a packing list, which I think has been hugely helpful to me and our family. So you can like check off the items but just like a friendliness from the mountains to make it a little easier. You know, if you're doing drop off at the ski place in the morning, they're really trying to get, it's almost like the airport. Like it's like, except it's your Valley. I'm not going to throw them. I was just going to say, shout out to 
<laughs> Shout out to Deer Valley. The first time I skied there and they took my children's skis, I was like, oh, oh, what's happening? You know, I was so excited. Yeah, it was yeah. just going to be a good day of skiing. Just when you just, you felt like, oh. No, that's wonderful. And that's what it is. It's just, it's so hard to keep track of all this stuff. So, and I know it's not practical for everyone to do what Deer Valley does, but. Right, that's what you get for $240 a day. Exactly, you're paying, so- you know, you have to keep but if just there was a way for the resorts to make it a little bit easier to, you know, maybe having a little of the staff some of the lifties that are going up top later in the day, like helping with the, with the loading and the unloading because walking across the parking lot with, I mean, it's not that far. I'm a marathon runner. So really I should not be complaining ever about walking across the parking lot. But when you're trying to carry all this different stuff and something gets lost in the shuffle, um, it just would be easier to have more drop off space and just more hands on deck. I've seen wagons at, I know Keystone has wagons where they leave them in the parking lot. So you get them at the end of your parking aisle, you get a wagon and you could put the child in the gear in the wagon um, and drive, you you take them back up. And there's a, it's Pico, Sarah in Vermont also has the wagons. Um, So you you dump your toddler and all of their stuff in the wagon and you can pull it. So I've seen it at those two places Snow Basin also, I was cited, this was a funny one, like running the Snow Basin drop-off for one kid versus the other was in a slightly, it wasn't that far, but we know it was like 10 minutes apart, like literally like running with my younger son in a wagon with like all of our stuff, like through the crowd waiting for the gondola. I would like to see a co-branded partnership between Ski Moms Fun, Avon Ski, and Radio Flyer, where yes. they they supply wagons to the learning areas of all mountains. So if someone who's listening to this could get on that, that would be fantastic. They should become just not a, will they have wagons? Just know they are going to be there. Wagons for everyone. If we're running for office, that is going to be our, um, our campaign. 100%. I mean, I have seen a good kind of, um, you know, hack that's similar to that where people just have a big sled in the back of their car, right? That they pull out a plastic sled. I mean, not if you've traveled and you've been flying or something, but, and they just throw the bags and the kids skis and all, and just pull the sled through the parking lot. So that's like a dead giveaway. That's like, a little that a real ski family, probably right. a local family, but that is, that is a hot tip. If, if you <laughs> are local to an area for sure. Are there any tools like Say I'm just, you know, I'm a, like, I, I'm willing to travel anywhere within the United States. Um, how, how, where do I start on the site? Do I, you know, just start reading or do you have any tools to help me narrow down based on my family? And so we're working, we have a pass guide right now where you can enter where you, where you're planning to go, how many days by region or drill down by place. And we'll tell you which pass to get um, based on what you're doing. With our resorts, we have a, a section where if you go to our website now, it says explore resorts, and then you can sort and screen the resorts by region. So we're right now, we're, we're more, more or less geographically focused on screening by region. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are working on a tool. This is in development. Hopefully we'll have it out before the end of the season where you'll be able to go on and actually use our rating criteria that we have for each of the resorts to say, okay. I really want a resort that is actually hard to reach, has great extreme terrain, uh, and is also really family friendly. I don't know if that exists, but nonetheless, you could pick your, your top criteria and then we might come back to you and say, you know, consider these three or four and then give you the links directly to the, that particular set of guides. It has like a, what it's best for. That's amazingly right. helpful. I, I, and I have a lot of people 
you know, dropping into my DMs either on Facebook or Instagram, and they'll say, "Where, where should I ski with my two teenagers over President's Weekend? Where do you be? Do you want to fly? Do you want to drive? You know, all of these, right, these exactly. things." Um, and you, of course, I don't ever want to give them any sense that they're annoying me because they're not. But I also want to make sure that they're getting, you know, what they want out of this. And it's such a vast array of options and it's expensive. So I'm very, I, I really don't want anybody to have a bad experience, you know, after they've spent all of this money. So I'm very careful with recommendations, probably more careful than the blind dates I set people up with um, <laughs> over the years. So help us, give us an Avanski take on how to navigate Park City. Like what are some of your must-sees, must-dos, can't misses? You've got little kids, like help us figure that kind of big, big resort out. So I think it is huge. I think it's actually the largest resort in North America now that they've combined Park City and the Canyons uh, several years ago now. I think what the thing with Park City and the Canyons is it's really important with small kids to pick one base as your home base and specific and definitely day by day. So there is a separate ski school at Park City. You choose either the Canyons base or the Park City base. Definitely. I've seen some people do this. You want to make sure that if you have multiple kids, you are signing them up for the same place for ski school. And the daycare, I believe, is only at the Park City base. So if you have like really small kids, you want to make sure you sign your kids up for the ski school where the daycare is so you're not being pulled in various directions. We really like the canyon side for, for younger families. Um, there's a lot of lodging like that ski and ski off or has access to a small gondola um, by Juniper Landing that just goes up to the base. And then the kids just love being able to get on the gondola. So the learning area for kids is um, actually up at the top of the gondola. Um, they have to take the gondola back down. It's not super easy to ski back down from there, but the kids just love being in the gondola or the orange bubble chair connects over and they get up in the mountain. It makes it much easier to coordinate for uh, for lunch or hot chocolate with people at the at the mid-mountain base area with the little kids. So the Park City side, jumping from the canyons, um, the Park City side is really nice for really small kids because you can drive right up to the base and there's a first time chair that's kind of not connected to the rest of the mountain. Like it starts at the base of the parking lot, take the chair up and that kind of goes to the main area of the mountain. That's easy too. You got to get there really early to get a good parking spot or come like late in the afternoon. But that's a nice spot because there's a nice coffee shop kind of right at the base um, that's owned by the same people that have uh, harvest. Uh, in the town of Park City, where like after a couple of runs, you can go and have like a really quality coffee or hot chocolate or cookie with your child down there. There's a nice ice skating rink at the base of Park City. That's a lot of fun. But just want to be clear, if you are staying in canyons for other stuff and you're going to go to the Park City base with your young children, definitely go there first thing in the morning and take your car. Um, in terms of places to uh, to grab breakfast in Park City, we're really big fans of Five Seeds, which is like a, a quick drive from the base of the canyons. Really great coffee. I really, I'm, a, I'm pretty particular about my coffee. It's essential as a ski mom to start the day with a good cup of it. Uh, but Five Seeds has great breakfast and avocado to protect. Apres ski, like the kids love the Java cow in town in Park City. Everything is very walkable in park city which is nice um and then we really enjoy going to the blind dog with the whole family they have uh for dinner and opera like they have a really great selection of sushi and steaks and, and great drinks live entertainment so that's a really fun 
And then there's a lot to do off the mountain too. That's one of the things that like kind of creates the richness of Park City. So it's really fun if you can make it over to the Olympic Museum. Uh, they had the 2002 Olympics in, in Park City. And if you go at the right time, you can walk through the museum, but you can also catch the ski jump. So um, what is your favorite type of run? Like, so you don't have to worry about the kids. You've got daycare lined up. You know, where is Allie going to spend her time on, um, a, you know, you just got a six inch dump of powder and the mountain is yours. I like a good workout. So I like to earn my turns as well. Um, and, you know, my my favorite thing to do is find someone and it's great to be in the business now. It makes it a little easier to just find someone who knows the place really, really well. And I don't mind hiking a little bit. So I'm always happy to kind of take off my skis and throw them over my shoulder to get like a few more steps up to get the fresh stuff. You know, if there's some trees in the mix, that's a lot of fun too. Trees tend to protect the powder. I don't like anything too, too narrow, but like, uh, you know, good sustained steep, deep pitch that, that requires a hike. So it's a little well protected is is my favorite way. Much to my husband's chagrin, he is like, there are chairlifts. Why would you ever think about walking up the mountain? So Allie, you've just, you've hiked, you've now, um, you're making your way down the mountain. You're going to meet me at, at our favorite Apres ski spot because I have not hiked. Um, what are you going to be <laughs> sipping at the end of the day? We're, we're by a big fire. I'm setting the scene. Um, oh. We're outdoors by a big fire. There may be some, you know, music, going on in the background. What are, what are we, what are we drinking? Transport me to this scene right now. Um, I would say after a day on the slopes, it's not always my go-to beverage uh, in the rest of my life, but I I'm a beer girl after a day of skiing. I feel like it's like a little bit hydrating. And before I really have too much to eat, just like uh, brew is, is really one of my favorite things to do off race ski. Hopefully we get to do that with you when you're up in Vermont this winter. Yes, I would love that. Very much looking forward to getting back to Vermont yeah. this winter. Well, this was so much fun having you on. And I have to say, just talking about all of this is getting me so excited to get out there, hopefully very soon. Um, so thank you so much. And I just wanted to end with just finding out how, um, how other ski moms can keep up to date with the latest from Avant Ski. You can head to our website, um, sign up for our newsletter. There's always a lot of hot tips in there, like more real-time great deals or updates on you know where the snow is or what a great kids program is or special events going on too. Please, we have an Instagram account, the uh, Avant Ski. We are also on Facebook. We just joined TikTok thanks to some uh, amazing summer interns we had this summer. So, uh, and we're on Twitter. So really any of those channels, um, Instagram is one of my personal favorites. We have a lot of fun on there, especially with the stories, like find us up. We always share our latest new guides, tips and tricks, photos from our contributors and, and contribute to us too. like send us your photos. Um, and we, we feature what our users are doing on our Instagram pretty regularly, which is a lot of fun. A huge thank you to Allie for joining us last year. We're going to link in the show notes to Allie's past page, as well as resources on states where kids ski free. Each week on the Ski Moms Fun Podcast, we share laughs and lessons with ski moms ranging from industry experts to first climbers. Our guests share their stories and tips to help you and your family get to the slopes happy and coming back for more. 
You'll feel included, invited, and celebrated every time you join us. No one works as hard as a ski mom. With Mother's Day right around the corner, we want to remind everyone to shop the Ski Mom's Gift Guide for the best ideas. These are the gifts we want to give and get for Mother's Day. Prices range from under $10 for simple treats like notepads to big splurges like a new boot bag. Remember, the big day is Sunday, May 12th, so you want to shop now to make sure everything gets there in time for mom. Visit the SchemomsFun.com gift guides page or click the link in show notes to see our picks for this year. Make it easy for your kids, partner, or spouse and just forward them the link. Or better yet, treat yourself to something from our expertly curated Ski Mom wish list. Remember, visit SchemomsFun.com and look for the gift guide page. 